Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? <laughs> What's happening, y'all? Man, woo! Hank, Hank. What's happening, y'all? Hank's in a mood, y'all. <laughs> I'm feeling it tonight, boys and girls, and everybody else. See, this is what happens. He spends time in God's word, and then he's like this. Oh, it's my amazing. Lanta. It's wonderful. But it, it just, that's one way to describe it. Just, it just, I told y'all before I came on. It, okay, full confession out there. Probably my two least favorite books mm-hmm. of all the Bible my whole life have been First and Second Chronicles. <laughs> I mean, you know, you sort of get it in First, Second Samuel. Yep. You get more repetition in First, yeah. Second Kings. <laughs> right. By the time you get to First, Second Chronicles, you're like, you know, I've been through this at least three times. Right. So, um, but so I, in my in my quiet time, part of it right now, I'm in Second Chronicles now. I've just you know finished up First Chronicles a while back. But moly, moly. Yep. There's a lot of good stuff in there. I don't, want, I don't there. want to make that moly holy. So I said, I was about to say, that's a, <laughs> never heard of double moly before. I that's didn't want a, to make it holy. So I just went moly moly. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, which, you know, we ta- oh, my lanta. And yep. I, I told them as we were beginning, several several things have come across. I'm like, well, I know that's biblical. I just don't know where it's at in the Bible. And lo and behold, <laughs> dun, 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 it's in Second Chronicles. Yep, yep. Like there in chapter 20, verse 13. 12? 12? 13? I thought it was 12. Maybe 12. When Jehoshaphat says, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Yep. Preach, brother. Yep. Yep. Preach. Yep. Sadly, his son was a pagan. Right. <laughs> and his son's son was a pagan. But anyway, his son's son, I think is the one I just read today, though he was so bad that the Lord said, well, in just a little bit, your intestines are going to come out of your body <laughs> and you're going to die from it in a lot of pain. God's word is very specific oh, at yes, times. Right, right. Uh, go read uh, 2 Chronicles 22, oh. Dan. You're looking at me with that look. Just, go, go read it, bro. I just can't imagine being that guy. But then it happened. It, oh, it legit oh. happened. Legit. And you read about it. Yeah, yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't really use scare tactics. Like, no, no empty threats. No. I mean, no. One of my favorite parts of the Bible, just for the, I'm sorry, I'm a dude, just for the <laughs> brute fierceness of it was when the and I the the chick was it Deborah that put the tent peg through that dude's head <laughs> as he was sleeping bloop, bloop, bloop. I have to wonder did she hold it above his head and then in one fell swoop bam all in once cause if or he was literally out right. like a light and she put that tent peg right there. Right. And it took time to draw back. Now, you're not getting getting the Bible mistaken with the Alta Vista Facebook page, are you? Because I think I read that there, too. <laughs> no, this is in Judges, in the book of Judges. Yeah. I think it was it Deborah. I, I don't think it was It wasn't Deborah. J.L. maybe. Yes, it wasn't Deborah, I don't think. No, no. It was somebody else. I think it was like J.L. I think that I was, was. The, the lady's name. Dude, you're sleeping. If someone puts a tin peg in your head, you're <laughs> So anyway, how are y'all doing? Man, we're hey, off we're to good. a good start. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> Brutality in this one. In the word of God. Yes. What's up, Miss Mona? Hey, what's up? Hey, not much. Yeah. You doing well? Yeah. 
Good, yeah. good. No headache? Um, I did this morning, but it went away. Praise God for that. Yeah. So she came in pretty feisty yeah, that's today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, most times we can pretty read spry. it in your eyes. Yeah. You can see it in your <laughs> eyes when, you, when, you're, when you're hurting there. Dan? I'm I'm good. Like I, I said, I I'm in, just a, I'm in a fog. All I, did say, crazy, all I said was Dan. <laughs> how did you even know how to respond? <laughs> well, it was natural progression. Natural, yeah. yeah. Context clues. Yes. yes. <laughs> you doing well over there, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. good. How's the Goose of Grace going? Goose of Grace is going good. We're going we're going to record our third uh, episode today after being back. We're a little rusty. It's weird. <laughs> like I, I and you guys have the same thing. There's there's a certain rhythm. Yes. And if you don't do it for a while, you kind of get out of that rhythm a little bit. So we're we're getting there. Yeah, you mean like we're the good. full confession of the six weeks? <laughs> we came back. That was just because we're not good liars. We yeah, had to eventually hey, confess. None of us. None of us can lie. Hey, throw Drew into it. Dude. None <laughs> of us can lie and get you away. Had with any it. idea so. how many times we we had to stop recording and restart because one of us got confused on the date? What date it was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. looks we got at times when the one is actually. Actually not forgetting and they're making the statement and the other two are like what do you want? hey anyway hey ultimately my podcast <laughs> although you are co-captain mm. you know what i'm saying we're staying in psalm 63 okay I didn't know where that was going. This is about to get serious. Real quick. I wish there's certain times I wish you could put a camera up, just a video part of it. You should have seen because I terrorize these two at times with some things that I do. And they were looking at each other. I mean, Mona's eyes were going, looking at me, looking at Nan, looking at me, looking at Nan, looking at me. fired? No, I promise you, you're not getting fired. I've done it once by myself, longest 30 minutes of my life. You're just like, oh my, that's a lot. So anyway, a long time to talk to yourself. Yes, it is. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. But anyway, so Dan made the comment right after taping last week. Yeah. And he said, man, there's still a lot of meat left on that bone. And I'm like, hey, man. Well, hey, it's my favorite one. So let's do it again. <laughs> let's run it back. So we're going to deal with the first six words again tonight. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Although I had teased him. And t- I he do told have me a, when that's what he was going to do. And I have it outlined. And he does. There is a... a God's word. There, there's always a lot of times there's a primary um, meaning behind what it says, and then you can also read in some principles behind it. Right. Now, staying true to God's word with those others, right. so be careful on yes. hearing what I right. don't hear. What I didn't say. Right. I didn't say be no liberal and right. take it out totally out of context. Exactly. But you can find secondary meanings there, and so there is a different way I can you can look at those first six words. But we're not. I want to move on. So, Miss Mona. What? <laughs> I always get nervous. <laughs> Would you read just through verse four, please, ma'am? You're p- okay. Just through verse four. All right. So, so, why do you keep looking well, at my Bible? Well, you, because you were pointing to 62, but mm. it looked like, okay, wait, let me back up. It looked like. <laughs> she literally. What is going on She today? literally re- rewound her voice. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> Greatest moment of Mosaic of Marion. Confirmed. I can't talk. Mona is a robot. <laughs> My girl, you went. <laughs> oh. Now I'm laughing and can't stop. <laughs> Welcome to Hank. It looks like you were pointing to 62, and that's why I was confused. But, but I. <laughs> Don't hear what he didn't say, Mom. <laughs> exactly. We're going to read one through four. Uh, Psalm right. 63. I can read Psalm one, uh, 
62 through 4. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. 63. <laughs> She's on the rope, John. Uh, I've been rope. hanging around Hank too long. <laughs> too long. Hmm. I'm ready when you're ready. Mona, would you please read Psalm 63, verses 1 through 4? I can do that. Thank you. And then pray. <laughs> oh, I can do that too. <laughs> Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. And Lord, I pray that as we um, look at these verses and amidst the laughter and amidst the, um, the, just the fun that we have being together, I pray that our focus would be on your word and our focus would be on um, those who are listening, that we might bring your truth to their ears. And so we thank you for blessing us in being here. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. So as we as we look at this, I want to just a, a really quick refresher course that um, David is in the wilderness. Um, he's being chased by his son, Absalom, who wants to kill him, wants to take over the throne. Um, and that's a long history of, you know, and ultimately it's because of David not doing what a daddy should do, protecting right. his daughter, although it was from one of his sons. That right. it was So that's just a weird, weird little story. Um, but anyway, so he's on the run. And so really David, and I have this um, out here as he talks about in a dry, my soul thirsts for you in a dry and um, weary land where there is no water. What he, what David does is he just uses his surroundings to describe what he's feeling. Yeah, he he's like, um, but I love so having that context. Let's let's jump in. Earnestly, I will mm -hmm. seek you. Now the word earnestly there also means early. Yes. So what David said. So he's gone through. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. In other words, that means early. That means I'm gonna start early. And here's a principle that you've heard me. You know, you've only been here three. Three and a half, four years. Three years. Dan, that many years, <laughs> um, about 10 or so. Time and time again, I tell people, seek God first thing with your yeah. best. Yep. Um, because sometimes you need to seek him, and, and it's going to take a little while to find him because he's trying to get you somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, there's some mornings I come in, and and bam, and I'll, I'll sit down, and I've, I've got my cup of coffee. I've got... Um, a little snack, and it's me and God, and I mean, it's just like God's right there all of a sudden, like mm -hmm. yesterday with Second Chronicles thing. Right. Other days, it's like I'm going, and I'm like, okay, where I need to find you, and I have to go on and on and on. But He's done that because there's something that I need right. more and more. So when you hear this thought of early will I seek you, or earnestly I'll seek you, I will seek you diligently. What, what thoughts do you have? Um. Well. I know that you have said that early, but when I have heard the word earnestly, I just think of the second word that you used as diligently and that, um, and putting effort into it. And it's, it can't deal with that. Put yeah. effort into it. What do you mean? It, well, what, yeah. I was going to ask. Okay. <laughs> it, Boy, she is sassy. <laughs> sassy. I think it's because I went with you. Um, that is, it can't be a haphazard thing. You know, you, you, you have to go after it. You have to be purposeful. You have to say, um, 
you can't just say, oh, I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll get to it at this time and maybe I won't. But you have to be purposeful in getting to it and sitting down with his word and making that time. Um, you know, you I've heard it said that even if you, when you are beginning to develop that habit, to actually put it on your calendar mm-hmm. because and put it in your schedule because then you're more likely to at least start. Right. And then it becomes that habit and not that you do it out of habit, but then it just becomes a part of you that at that time you're going to do it. And, and so... Um, just not just having to do it and having to work at it and having to make sure that you um, are intentional about it. Because it's so important. Right. You know, we go back to the rock in, in the book of um, uh, Numbers, Exodus, and, then, and the second one's in Numbers. When the first one got to strike it, and then the second one got to speak to it, what God was teaching them was this principle that he is our nourishment. And then Deuteronomy says, man does not live by bread alone, right. but every word that right. comes from God. And so you cannot get spiritually nourished. You cannot grow spiritually if you don't have um, his word daily penetrating your soul. Yeah. Because I promise you, if if God's word's not penetrating your soul and if God's word's not coming into you, God's word's not going to flow out of you. Right. The world's going to flow out of you. Yep. And Jesus said, you know, it's not what goes into you. He's talking about food that makes you um, unclean. It's what right. comes out yeah, because yeah. that's what's in the heart. Right. And so the question is, what are you putting in and how are you seeking it? I can't imagine a, a day without reading God's Word. And those days, and I mean, total honesty, there have been days that mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. haven't mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And it's all because of me. I mean, I get to the end of the day and I'm like, something is missing from my day. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And, and a lot of times it's at the very last minute I'm going, man, I hadn't spent any time in God's mm-hmm. presence today. Yep. Now, I try to make that never. Right. I, but if I were to sit there and say, can I say 100% it's been never? No, I can't. Right. right. Um, Dan, what, what do you, when you hear those? Well, so I've actually got my Bible today. Just so you know, my <laughs> physical Bible, not reading off he of the He is maturing in his, in his spirituality, y'all. But it is very awkward to try to hold. Um, the, <laughs> but but I'm reading from the CSB version, and it it's it uses eagerly. Yes, yeah, that's a good word too. And I like that because it's this idea of regardless of whether God's with you on the mountaintop or taking you through a valley, it's for your own good and His glory at the end of the day. So regardless of, of which situation you're in, look forward to being with him, following him, going through whatever it is he has for you to go through because you ultimately know it's good. And so if you you approach it with that end result in mind, you can be eager even when when you're out in the circumstances we were just talking about for David. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, how yeah. many people actually eagerly want to read God's Word? Right. I can be honest. I wasn't real eager about reading Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> but and now, now you know better. Now you there you go. Better, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like, you know, many have told me that they never read Leviticus. Mm-hmm. And this is not this is not trying me to pat my, myself on the back, but after I preached through yes. you know, six chapters and then chapter seventeen, more have said, "Well, I've actually read through mm-hmm. it," and 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 in full um, truth, they're like, "I still can't say it's my favorite book, right. but at least I've read it now." Yep. Almost like all of God's word is beneficial, isn't yeah, that crazy? It, it, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we got this idea of of Leviticus is like uh, leprosy, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, right. probably one of the most unread books. So then he goes on. And, and listen, this is the eagerly, and, and I love that. My soul thirsts for you. Mm-hmm. My flesh faints for you. 
what a picture he draws. It's this idea that without the nourishment that I get that goes back to the rock and mm-hmm. goes back to what he wants to be, I'm just dying on the vine. Yep. Which then leads me to John yes. 15 right. yep. about abiding. Mm-hmm. Right. You cannot have this and you won't, you won't feel this. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Unless you know what it's like to experience the life-giving energy mm-hmm. and truth and nourishment of God's word. Yes, yes. So yeah. you, you won't know. You It'll be normal. You'll be just a walking yep. zombie. Yep. But when you've experienced that John 15 life, yep. that abiding, that tabernacling, mm-hmm. that dwelling, that being a part of the of the vine that is uh, providing nourishment, providing nutrients, providing life, that the moment when something happens and it's broken or your or your your limb is in a sense broken off or or cracked or you find some break in it and you're not getting all of that, then you know, you're like. Right. I'm dying yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. He just, he just tossed it. To me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, do it. <laughs> where, and, but it goes to where there is no water. So it goes, and it goes right back. I mean, this is like in my, and I, this is not where I was going with this, but it's like it goes back to that rock, that nourishment mm-hmm. of water right. in the wilderness, in the yeah. deserts. Like David is, is, is replaying their exodus mm-hmm. and about the water that he needs. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling for water. They're struggling for water. Right. And who's the water is is Jesus. Yes. And in that Jesus is the one who gives us that water and and then gives in to us. We then we have that those rivers of flowing water. Um, but we have to remind ourselves what you said, Hank, is that we don't have it if we don't take it in. Yeah. And and we don't have there's as you read through the the Bible, and I've been focused on Psalms and Proverbs lately. And as you read through them, then you see all these benefits of taking in God's word. And it all starts with taking in God's word mm-hmm. and the blessings that come and the um, how God will uphold you and he will strengthen you and he'll be with you. Um, but it all starts with taking in his word. Yes. And, and because I, you also just can't know him. Unless you're in his word and know his word. And so that's where we come to know who he is and what he does. And it it has to start with taking it in. Yeah. And David tells us that. He says, I've looked upon you in the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. And the word look means to gaze at, to contemplate, and I love this, with pleasure. Mm. I wonder how many people come into sanctuaries on Sunday mornings or Sunday nights, and they're just there to check a box off. And they don't understand. They don't understand what the big deal is about worship. They don't understand why folk are lifting up their hands. They don't understand why people are singing like crazy with their eyes closed or a head cocked back, and they're just in a moment of, I don't give a rip who sees me. I'm worshiping the Mm. king. They don't understand those things. You know why? Because they've never come in eagerly with pleasure. They've never come thirsty. Yes. Oh, this is a good picture. They've never come thirsty looking for the water of life. Mm. My prayer is that people, and I I will pray this on some Sunday mornings, God, bring them thirsty. Yep. So that they'll drink from your womb. Mm-hmm. Yes. That they'll get the living water. I heard a song the other day. Um, I, I know it's a new song. I don't know. It's on the message or, or, or I don't know. may have been Southern Gospel Channel. The girl singing said, I feel like I'm the woman at the well needing a drink mm-hmm. of your water. Yep. And I'm thinking, that's good. Yep. 
what if we all, I mean, do you remember the story? Jesus said, if you knew the water that I offered, right, yep. right, yep. you would want to drink of my right. living yep. water. Right. And what did she say? I want that drink. Yes. Where can I, first of all, first she says, how are you going to give me that? You don't <laughs> right. got nothing to get the water <laughs> right. with. And then he goes on, finally she says, I want your water. Yep. How many of us, if we would come on a Sunday morning or whatever time of worship, and we would come thirsty, wanting to hear from heaven, wanting to experience a true worship service, we would not care um, if the musician made a mistake. We would not care if the singers made a mistake. We wouldn't care if the preacher made up a word. We wouldn't (laughs) care about any of that. I was about to say, we would all benefit from this quite a bit, I feel. Yes. (laughs) But we came thirsty. Yep. Well, and the same thing with when we come eagerly and earnestly and early to take in his word, Mm -hmm. that if we, I mean, we need to come thirsty for that also, and that, um, so that we can receive that living water. Oh, yeah, and and check this out, check this out. If you come full, you can't get any more. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's right, that's right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come empty. Yep. Pray yourself empty before you roll mm-hmm. up in here. Mm-hmm. See, it starts Saturday night it's, mm-hmm. or Friday yep. night. It starts when you leave. It, do, it I've said it before. It doesn't start Sunday morning. You're pulling in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. This is not Jesus Christ is not some light switch. Right. It starts the night before, preparing yourself for the next day's worship. Yeah. And so, pray yourself empty. Pray yourself empty. Pray it empty, and you pray it all because you're confessing everything to God, and then you can walk through those doors and say, well, God. Feel me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now. It doesn't matter if I'm preaching, Dan preaching, Drew preaching, who's preaching. Come empty and let Jesus fill you. If you get full of Hank Meadows, then you're an idiot. <laughs> I I got nothing for you. Right. You know why I say that? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can be very self-aware. <laughs> what I meant to say is no, Hank. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I was waiting for one of you to correct me. I was going to say, Mona's just over there going along Mona's with it. like, darn right yeah, you right. are, Hank. Dad, go right, buddy. Because I just know you. <laughs> I, know what, I know what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seriously. Come yeah. empty so that <clears throat> Jesus will fill you. And he, he goes on, and beholding your power say that. and glory. Yep. Go with it. Probably. Well, I was just going to say, and look at what he is beholding. And I think that so many times we miss that yep. because we come looking for specific things. And so we miss God's power. Mm-hmm. We miss his might. We miss his strength. We miss his splendor because we think we know what we need from him. Mm-hmm. And when in fact, what we really need from him is to know his power and to know his glory. Word nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> the word power there is not dunamis. Yes, right. It is owls, which is might and strength. Yes. Mm. It's a different, it's not dunamis. It's not like right. dynamite. He's just talking about how mighty and powerful yes, he is. Right, right. And he, the, even in that, he's going to knock down whatever walls you mm-hmm. have up. Mm-hmm. Some of us, we wonder why God doesn't move in us on a worship service. <coughs> it's because we didn't come empty. Mm-hmm. And we weren't looking Look, for his power right, and glory. For the wrong, yep, yep. We're just looking to check a box, and we're sitting there. And I mean, preachers see those that are on their phone. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and some go, "Well, no, Pastor, my phone, man. I, I'm, and this is not you, Dan. I, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my phone, but I, I've got my Bible on there. 
Okay, well, if I'm not telling you to go to a different passage, why are you steadily scrolling? Why are you, sw- why are you swiping yeah. right why on the Bible, buddy? Why are you swiping buddy? right or left, man? I want to know, what are you doing over there? You know what I'm saying? So, so what else? Keep on going, because, man, we're about to blow it up in this next verse. Dan's been quiet over there. I, I'm just taking this in. So one of the things that really, you said it like probably five minutes ago, is this idea of really not... You, we were talking about the vine and, and having God abide in us. And, you know, I got to this to thinking it, the perfect term for it is literally undead. Mm-hmm. I mean, physically, you're still alive, but you have completely unplugged from, from the source of all life. So you're not getting any life, but you don't know any better because you're relying on yourself so much that you say, well, I've got this. And, and that's such a dangerous thing to say. Oh, oh yeah. You know, well, I've got this. I'm fine. The reason you think you're fine is because you don't have anything to compare it to at that point. Yeah. Because you haven't opened yourself up to to God's glory and that might that we just talked about. So you don't even realize how unalive you are. And so it, well, it's just mm-hmm. it's yeah. just this thought of of you know. <sighs> And you don't realize you're thirsty until you've been full. Right, right. Uh, until you've not been not thirsty. You've yeah, been that way the yeah. whole time, so so that's it's your baseline normal, yeah. at that point, yeah. you know. But then that goes goes into the, this idea of worship where we come into worship with all these these other motives of, you know, it, it's good because people in the community look at me better because I'm, I'm in worship. Or we use this, this whole genie mentality and say, well, I might get this out of it because God will be pleased that I showed up to worship like you're doing him a favor or something. Yeah. Instead of just showing up and saying, God, reveal to us how, how perfect and wonderful and loving you are and, and powerful you are, and let us just rejoice that you're our God. Mm-hmm. If you come in with that mindset, you're never going to be disappointed. Right. right. So I'm going to pick on Dan. <laughs> Man, I love it when Dan goes to worshiping up there, buddy. Dan forgets which hand he's got the mic in. Dan's on the praise team. And Dan's like he forgets he forgets which hand the mic's in. <laughs> Don't let me raise a hand. I'll I'll sing the wrong verse That's every time. Right. <laughs> he does. That's what, I love it. Now I'm like, get on him, God, get on him. <laughs> so then again, how, what, what's our time looking like? Um, I and mean, we spent 15 minutes laughing. We got like six minutes. Oh man, wow. Six, six to ten. I'll, I'll we can let go over a little bit. We can cut some laughter if we need speech. To. <laughs> If we have we have plenty to the spare. My lanta cut chili over here. <laughs> hey, so he says all that, and then he tells us the why. So we got the what, we got the who, the what, and the why. Now, because your steadfast love. Yep. Hear this. Word nerd <laughs> is. Yep. Present tense. Yes. Active. Yep. Now. Better than life. Yes. Steadfast love, if we take it to the New Testament, is the word of grace. Yes. Because your grace is better than life. Because everything that you can offer me, God, everything that I can find in you is better than I can find in the world. Mm-hmm. Everything yes. that you offer, everything we tend – now, the enemy tries to make it look like you're holding us down and you're not doing whatever. What you're doing is you're protecting us and you're watching over us and you're trying to grow us and you want what is absolutely, positively the best thing for us. By the way, guys, don't let your sight be just on this world. Let it be on the next world. Yep. God loves you so stinking much that he died for you, but so many of us – will say, I'll trust him with my eternity, but I'm not going to trust him yes. with my daily. Are you kidding me? Right. If he can save your soul from the pit of hell, he can give you what's best for you in oh, the daily F. regular. Yep. 
Go ahead. Because no matter what you have in this life, it's not eternal. Yep. And it's not, ultimately, it's not going to do anything for you. Eventually, the shine turns dull or the um, sweetness becomes bitter. Um, eventually, whatever you trust in that is of this world will let you down. Yes. But God's steadfast love. Steadfast love. That is steadfast. His steadfast love never ends. His steadfast love is there for us no matter what. So I have a question. Oh, no. <laughs> Why will some people question that salvation is eternal I, I if it's really called know. steadfast, steadfast love? love? I don't know. The word steadfast there means unending. Mm-hmm. It means never changing. Yep. It does not fluctuate. Now, our relationship can be a little bit broken when we're in sin, but his love for us never ends, never right. ceases. Right. Never. Right. How? If he loved us when we were hellions, <laughs> is he not going to love us when we're his child? Yes, right. Oh, I loved you when you were a flea-bitten, stinky, <laughs> skanky little hellion boy or girl out there, and I saved your soul from the pit of hell, but now that you're my child and you just did this little thing over here, little, not little, it's sin, I understand that, but now I'm going to kick you out of the family. Are you kidding me? Right. Well, and, and it exhibits just a complete lack of understanding of who God is. And, and You said that much better than I was thinking <laughs> Well, just this thought of, you know, we know that Jesus completely understood the sin that we were going to commit when he died on the cross for us. If he's all-knowing, and he is, he's not going to be surprised. You can't outdo God, you know. I'm old and (laughs) decrepit, but I'm not 2,000 years old. There you go. Right. All my sins were in the future. And by golly, if he forgave them back then, he's going to keep on forgiving yep. them because he knew them back then. He knows them now. Yep. That's right. Hit on that steadfast <laughs> love again. It turned this man's levels down. That was... <laughs> I love this song, y'all. There was so much truth <laughs> I mean, in it. Hank just grabbed the mic he out went of the hand. He did. It was like, woo. Channel 6 reporter. Only took me 74 episodes to grab it like that, y'all. <laughs> I mean, hit on it, girl. You were, I mean, you're knocking out depart. His steadfast love, oh, right. not his wavering love, right. not not his conditional love, right? Not his. Let's see how this turns out. Yeah, love. not yeah. not. It's his covenantal yes. steadfast love. Yes, because he said so. Yes, that is a word. Isn't it? I know. I like it. Yeah, I just I was impressed. That, that, that was a, not a word, isn't it? I'm asking you, Mona. That's a what? covenantal. Yeah. That's a word. Sure, yeah. I'm okay. not in the vocabulary department. That's all you. <laughs> well, that's Mona's part. It, I think that's a word. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I made it up. Um, I, I mean, I just, I, it's just so, I, sometimes I get, I don't know what to say because it's just so overwhelming. Yes. That, that from the beginning of time, before the beginning of time, yeah. before the beginning of time God said and he knew that all that was going to happen and he knew that he was going to have to send send Jesus he knew that that was going to be his plan of redemption he knew that we would be where we are and that each one of us would come to salvation he knew it before yes. he created any part of the world that we live in Romans 5 8 yes and so that love has been in existence and has been pointed toward us since before the beginning of time. 
let that sink in. Let exactly. And and when you think about that, it is overwhelming. And when you think about that, it should make you tongue tied because that is such a, a a concept that we can't grasp because our minds are limited by time. And but it's the truth because we see it in his words, so we know it's the truth. Literally <clears throat> it makes me want to cry. Yeah. Because I laugh all the time, and I, and I don't, uh, you know, I'm really being truthful when I say I am self-aware. I know my sins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. I, I know that. Okay. And the fact that God would love us, and I, I, you know, sort of spoke out Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrated his love towards us that while we were still yet sinners, listen, when you were at your dirtiest, filthiest, skankiest, yep. Christ died for you. Yep. yep. Now, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I know how bad I was. Yep. So others can take it for granted. I promise you, I can say a whole, a whole lot of problems in my life. I will never take my salvation for That's granted. Because so yep. I know who I was outside of Jesus. Right. Now, everyone be that dude again. Yep. yep. So, producer Dan said our time was up. <laughs> I guess that's and we didn't even get to the whole I'm going to bless you as long as I live. <laughs> and his name. And his name. I, oh, <laughs> I was waiting on his name, which, you know, just, oh, I'm crying here. So anyway, anything else? <laughs> and our time is up. Just quickly that then it does say that he will bless <laughs> that he will bless God and his name speaks of God's character, his honor, his authority. Yes. I got it out. I got it in there. <laughs> Did you read my book? Yeah, I have notes from your sermon. Because I literally have I know, because I like, you're the one I got just, it from. She, she comes in and opens your Bible and takes just, notes. I keep, it's hard <laughs> to read crying. your it's hard to read your writing normally, but certainly not upside down. Yeah. I was I was about to be impressed. All right. Big thought. All right. Literally next week we're back to Mona. We're not doing Psalm sixty three next week, although we could. There's a lot still left on that bone. Yep. I gave my big thought. First. Oh, that was your big thought. I mean, it, it was it was adequate. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying it was adequate. I'm not saying, <laughs> like, Gee, I'm not saying it didn't qualify for the big thought. I just meant <laughs> that it, I, was I, I, it was adequate. <laughs> well, now that I'm sassy, I really got to get it. Boy, we've, oh, everybody's been sassy tonight, but <laughs> me. I, uh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa. I, I don't recall. <laughs> the, um, just because the microphone wasn't on yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm speaking of just on air. Uh. My big thought yeah. is that uh, no, the going back to that steadfast love. You know, you look on social media and there's there's all these posts about you know, you re- you never know who your real friends are because they'll betray. Duh, 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 duh. People are going to let you down. Yeah, and, and I see this all the time with people who who specifically their dads have let them down. Yeah, yeah. Take these words to heart that you have a heavenly father that is the the end all be all of fathers who loves you unconditionally and you can never escape that love if you accept him yep amen that's well said yep he's god yep oh god you are my god yep period Yep. yep he he wants to be your god yep he is god but he wants to be your personal god yes your personal savior yes your personal Holy Spirit that is all tied up with everybody else's too. Mm-hmm. My prayer is this. No matter where you're at, what country you're in, which blows my mind, <laughs> if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, 
go on our website. You can the place you can ask a question about how to get how to come to know Jesus, Lord and Savior. Miss Mona will answer you. <laughs> um, we'll answer. Somebody will answer you, and and we want to talk to you about Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Because God wants to be your Savior. And you might not know you're thirsty, but you are. Yep. And you're needing God. Amen. Dan, close in prayer. Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you for just being able to, again, visit your word and share your word with others and hopefully uh, reach out to someone and and let them know that they can say, oh, God, you are my God. Mm. That though we have no right to it, you have given us the right to call you ours. And we just thank you for, for that. And we just pray that we... We grow more dependent on that relationship yes. day by day. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. I love that, man. More dependent, yes. Um, so, man, we started out with me just giggling, <laughs> and I ended up with me crying. How's that work? <laughs> what an episode. Hey, so I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and this is the Mosaic of Marion. We're so glad you're listening. I've had my home slice hey. with me, Miss Mona, and um, producer DJ Dan, the edit man, Dean Dan. You got it, bro. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. And um, so, hey, thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye.